0: Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, and welcome to a very special edition of the group chat, where we're recording from right outside of Wembley Stadium in London, England. On this episode, you've got the normal of myself, Will, and Max talking Panthers football but we have a very special guest helping us recap our trip so far
1: we have two Brits in our in our in our team there's one of us who's six foot free and you know <laughs> quite good at what he does and then I'm not six foot free and I'm not quite good at what I do
0: <laughs> and then we take a look at what the Panthers need to do to get a win in London and
2: how does Dante's presence you know how does that then change the nickel with Ross back at the nickel
0: We've got that and so much more, including a reference to Harry Potter, on this week's The Group Chat.
3: You've been added to The Group Chat with your friends
1: Caroline Kahn, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To the group chat, London special. Oh my that, gosh, was that was way brilliant.
0: better than anything we're doing right now, guys. That was so lovely. so
1: good, brilliant.
0: We did not hire. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant,
3: brilliant. Just throwing out brilliance. <laughs> left and we
0: right. did not hire that person. That person works for the Carolina Panthers. He more more than just FA is um. British. We're a weird
1: organisation. We have two Brits in our in our in our team. There's one of us who's six foot free and, you know, quite good at what he does, and then I'm not six foot free and I'm not quite good at what I do. <laughs> but.
0: but you did just put the token Brit word in front of, like, describing things, any adjective, putting quite in front of it, I've learned, is the most Brit thing, mm. to instantly sound British. You're shaking your head, you agree? Is that a great know.
1: I know, I, I definitely agree. Uh, over the... Um, Good morning everybody. Um, so over, <laughs> the, over the past over the past year, uh, having spent time with the, with the Carolina Panthers and uh, spent uh, numerous meetings with v- various people uh, across both states, you do have to go through a process at the start of every meeting. When I start to speak and you see people's faces just go, what are you doing? Why, why, why are you talking to me about football? I mean, your, your accent doesn't work. Um, and then you get into it and you get, then you start to explain you know, why the NFL is in London, why it's so big, why generation, my generation love this game. Uh, and then people start to start to warm to you. And then, of course, you get the, literally the quites, the amazings, you know, the over politeness that, uh, that us Brits have uh, quickly followed by a huge hint of irony and, uh, you know, being slightly uh, not as confident as my mm. American friends, um, just generally <laughs> in, in, in our world and how we operate. As you well know.
0: Confident. That's a, that is a very nice way of talking about Americans. Just confident. Yeah, we're, Conf- we're, confident. we're quite confident.
1: We're, we're, we're quite confident. confident. Happy, <laughs> happy. Quite confident. Smiley. We are, we are happy most of the time. Just to give everybody a bit of context, we're, we're sat uh, in a yeah. hotel lobby right next to Wembley Stadium. It is beautifully uh, British weather, <laughs> which is grey, <laughs> windy, rainy. Um, I don't know what the weather is today in Charlotte, but I'm assuming it's going to be mid-70s, blue skies.
3: Oh, probably hotter than that. When we came from Charlotte, it was like 90
1: degrees all the
3: time. I was not packed properly for the 30 degree change in temperature back here. But Paul, give us a quick rundown of what you do for the team. Yeah, I guess we and should
0: do a proper introduction. Sure, Let's, just quick quick chats. for the fans out there, what you do, how you've, you got here. You've just joined the group chat. We need, uh, we need an introduction, so we can put you in our contacts.
1: Hi, so my name is uh, Paul McGurn. I'm the Vice President of Business Development for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and you can ask, well, what does business development mean? Uh, as we all know, under the ownership of uh, David Tepper, um, the outlook of, of the Panthers has changed dramatically in terms of what we want to achieve as a winning organization and winning across both states, Um, and there's a lot of infrastructure work that goes around that, a lot of commercial work, a lot of political work, uh, and I'm part of that executive team under Tom Glick, uh, who's uh, helping to bring that to life, and it's been an incredible 14 months. Loved every single minute of it. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. That's
0: just brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, uh, go ahead, Will. Well, have
1: you picked up any
2: American words, since we're just saying brilliant over and over again? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We say like uh, not, all the time.
1: Yeah, what do we do? We just fill things in with I, like. I, 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 what I found myself being is um, I spent a I spent, uh, huge part of the last six months commuting from London to Charlotte, which, you know, AA flight 713, 731, I can tell you all about. Oh, I can man. tell you about the menus. Um, but what I found myself being, when I come back to the UK, I'm naturally, I'm nice. You know, I'm happier. Being, being around, <laughs> obviously, my wonderful staff colleagues uh, and obviously the people, the people of Charlotte who, who welcomed me, um, I go back to UK and I find myself being really nice. Within six hours of being here, I find myself being slightly miserable. <laughs>
3: slightly, you threw a slightly <laughs> in front of this so Quite, miserable. quite slightly.
1: Uh, the experience of going on going on the tube and the wonderful weather we have in this, this country kind of you know kind of dampens my mood of enthusiasm mm. Mm. ever so slightly. Yeah. Um, no, so it's, uh, no, it's um, it's it, it's good. But you know, what um, I, I kind of say that deliberately, knowing fully well that we're recording this on Saturday, but on Sunday we're gonna to go to this massive celebration of the NFL and then for the Carolina Panthers. And I think we've seen that, seen that this week. Yeah. Um, with some of the images we've seen from uh, up, in, up in central London, Dave going to go to a couple of uh, pubs last yeah. night. And it's just been, it's a fantastic opportunity for this organization to kind of, you know, pat itself on the back a little bit, enjoy what it is and, and look to the future. And yeah. if we can all get back on the plane on Sunday night at four and two, what an incredible week this would have been.
3: Yeah. After starting 0-2, my goodness, to go into the bye 4-2 would be, would be something. Paul, what do you think? This is obviously the first time the Panthers have been in London. Fitting that you joined the team and here we are. Is the NFL taking hold in the UK? Do you, you've seen a lot of these games come and go now for the past few years. What do you think the, the impact it's having on the fan base here?
1: I think, I think there's two, two ways to, to answer. The reason why the, the NFL came back here in 2006 is that there's a whole generation, and I'm part of that generation, who just loved this game. Yeah. Fell in love with the game first, and then the kind of game day experience second. Um, you know, uh, Obviously, Coach Rivera is part of that, that fantastic 85 Bears team. We started to show those games, live and terrestrial TV in the UK. We only had four channels in the UK in the mid-80s, which... I, I tell by your faces in general, that's a bit of that's a bit of surprise. So we had four channels, and every Sunday at 6 p.m. UK time, they would show a 1 p.m. Eastern game. Yeah. And so we went through this process of my generation watching American football, as we would fr- call it, or gridiron, as, as, as we would call it. And then you had the Bears team. And then to be fair to the NFL and to be fair to uh, the commissioner who part of the setup at the time, they brought those stars of that team here to Wembley, the stadium right next door to us, um, and started playing what they used to call the American Bowl. So they, they, one of the preseason games would always be here. And because London acts as this major gateway city, it is a hub city, right. there's no doubt about it, um, you know, to loads of American forces across the world, you know, and American businesses, that's why it's been so successful. Then over the last 10 years, what you found is a new generation starting to love the sport. The coverage of it is amazing. The spectacle of going to a game yeah. is incredible, and it's so different to what we have in the Premier League, which is really tribal. I mean, the the, the Premier League and European European soccer, which I still can't get used to saying. Um, <laughs> to say that was weird coming out. It, of your it mouth. was. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it did not It was not a natural and word. I, for yeah. And I have to say. P- I have to pause when I say yeah, it. Really have to
0: try uh, Like a cuss word for you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> soccer. Have to be very careful. Soccer.
1: Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> soccer. Be under no illusion. We love soccer. Um, <laughs> So, no, and you come over to, to, to the, the, uh, the games here and this new generation who, who found it and just think it's so different to what we have here. And, you know, credit to everybody at the NFL for, for doing it, credit to the teams yeah. who've come here and really embraced mm-hmm. and use it as an opportunity to just to do something different. And we, you guys would have seen it from AR staff and be the players during this week, just the whole process of going through something different for them. It's kind of really had this positive impact on the organization I mean I, I know you've done it before in, in your in your previous mm-hmm. previous role, but certainly just seen seeing the guys this week and just just the general um there's a real uh, air of enthusiasm this week yes. and um not even two days in London can dampen that enthusiasm <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I thought what an interesting part of this week was so you mentioned Tepper going to the pubs, and there were a couple of pub parties and we weren't were, we weren't
3: there, but I heard they were yeah,
0: really we fun. Uh, we didn't get to go, yeah um mm, just kidding we went <laughs> and um one of at at the first pub, the bar boy and banker, there was this group of guys there that were not Panther fans at all. They just happened to go, yeah. but they stayed, like, at the party. I mean, there were Panther fans everywhere. The music was extremely loud. People were yelling, keep pounding. And I was trying to look at it from their perspective. of They're, they're not Panther fans. They don't get the Sweet Caroline thing. They don't get the keep pounding. They're, you know, wired so many drunk Americans in this pub right now, you know, looking around. But it was – they were fascinated with this – just like world of the NFL. And of course they know the emblem and they were kind of getting into it. But I mean, the three of them were just sitting back at a a booth just looking out. And I thought that was just really interesting because that would never happen in the U S that, you know, that would, everyone's kind of used to this football world and and yes, it is like you get wrapped up in it. But I, I thought what an interesting perspective that they have right now that this team that they've really probably maybe have heard of, but they're not fans of, that have yeah. taken over their normal Friday, am- Saturday night pub. I and just imagine
3: those guys showing up and thinking it was going to be a normal day at the yeah. pub and then being like, what is what happening? What is
0: going yeah. on right now? We,
3: we picked a very strange day <laughs> to grab a pint here. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I was blown away with like just the passion we saw oh my last gosh. night. I mean, I think that's the thing I've always loved about the Premier League. Is the pageantry and the passion that the fans have for their clubs. And I think, yeah, if we're gonna continue with this theme of the three random guys who were at that pub last night, I imagine they looked at that and were like, Man, I mean this this is the passion that I we would see for of, yeah. for Chelsea, mm-hmm. for Arsenal, for Tottenham. It that same sort of fervent passion exists for the Carolina Panthers fan base in the
1: NFL. But, uh, but it's an interesting you say that. So I went to my very first Panthers game yeah. uh, preseason a year ago, and um, before I officially was involved with the organization. And sat there It was a Friday night game, it was against the Dolphins, and um, I felt like I was going to somebody else's party. Yeah. It was amazing. It was like, um, I came, came back to the UK and described to people, of it was a Friday night, and you had everybody just celebrating. In the working week, they were celebrating together and um, instead of having this guy with a funny accent and going, whoa, who who are you? You have people literally handing me beer and Bojangles. (laughs) Uh, Is that beautiful or what? Oh my gosh. But that was my my first experience of Bojangles in a British accent. It's just amazing. Yeah, can we hear that again? (laughs) It's bow time.
0: (laughs) no i think that really is like the cool part though when i came over in 2016 and that was when they did the big fan fest on regent street and it it was our first experience because we were staying about an hour and a half outside of london so that was our first chance of going to central london and seeing you know all the buildings that you see when you look up london on google so everyone you know we're looking around like oh my gosh and then you pop out on regent street and there are jerseys from every single NFL team and like a person might have on a jersey from one team and a hat from another like they're just excited to be around the NFL but then when you end up talking to these fans they're extremely knowledgeable about the game and and it's not so much about their team per se but about the game and, and I spoke to a couple fans last night that are from London and they were at the the pub and I said, you you might be after my job. I mean they, <laughs> they knew more people like where they were you know, where they're from, where they went to college, how they play. And and yeah. it was just simple questions of, you know, who's your favorite Panther? We were trying to do just like this fun oh, you've been at this pub for many hours drinking, let's ask yeah. you some funny questions. No, they went straight into like, here's who this guy is, here's how he's yeah. played this year, here's you know, I just I was blown away by the knowledge. Yeah, I,
3: I, was, yeah, Max, I tweeted your story? This from, I yeah. tweeted this after the uh, Play 60 event with the kids from Harrow School. I th- I assumed that they had pretty limited knowledge of the, of the roster, right? I mean, that was just an assumption. Um, sure, Cam and Christian, but I figured, I was like, I wonder how many players these kids actually know. So I went up to one of the kids and was just like, do you know any of the Panthers players? And expecting him to, you know, have pretty limited knowledge. And he turns to me and he goes... Um, yeah, and I know quite a bit of the players. Oh, good. And job. he and he was like, uh, first name. I kid you not. He goes, uh, you know, Alex Alma, you know, the fullback. And I, I looked at him and I was like, oh damn. I was like, <laughs> I've made a, I've made a grave mistake. I was like, <laughs> I, apologies, you know. I was blown away that he, it, of all the names to rattle off, he rattles Alex off. On. I mean, that would be like Paul. That would be like me if somebody asked me who I knew, you know, played for Tottenham, and I rattled off like. The guy who's never listed in the squad, who was or at the bottom of it, I was I was shocked that yeah, he pulled that out.
0: What, one guy told me his favorite um, player is Ray Ray McLeod, and I <laughs> yeah, was like, I mean, what? I, I, that, my, that was my reaction. What? I was like, Ray rays wonderful, but he's not our poster child. Like, where he's yeah. not on any tickets, he's not on any T-shirts. He's only been on the team for jersey. like a month. Exactly. He does have an amazing name though. Yeah, that was it. So I said, <laughs> I said, why him? And then this you know, very British, like James was his name or something. He was yep. like, well, all of our names over here are like John, yep. Paul, <laughs> James, David. What's wrong with Paul? <laughs> Absolutely nothing, but it is not Ray Ray. Okay. So, and he said that it's just such a fun name yeah. that when they were looking at the roster, yeah. they're like, his name is Ray Ray. And it's, I don't know if they saw his
3: hair. That yeah. would also
0: That would also, Ray Ray. yes, yes.
1: So um, you, you mentioned, uh, Max, you mentioned uh, Tottenham. Which yeah. is that's how I say it. Which confuses everybody. So um, uh, tomorrow we get to play in this incredible stadium, 62,600, uh, I think. About, about 1,000 more than, uh, than Arsenal, uh, which if, if any of you understand the... Uh, is dyna- that a subtle dig uh, at which, Arsenal? Yeah, there. if Just anybody like understands <laughs> the dynamics of uh, Just a uh, North more London Premier League, uh, they'll they would, they would get it. Um, it's an incredible facility. It was open in April. I was lucky enough to go to its opening night um, and then see it first time set up for the NFL. Um, and I was here with, with FA and Mario Addison in July, and I think for the players who we'll get to see it, they'll get to see it later on on the Saturday for the first time as, as we do a walkthrough. It's an incredible place to play their game. So I think the biggest concern for, for the organization coming over was, okay, are we gonna be able to perform out here, you know, because we're here to win. That's first and mm-hmm. foremost, we're here to win. And I think this, the stadium's gonna give uh, the players the best opportunity to shine, you know, CMC could have one of those days tomorrow where we all just go, yep, he is MVP. There's no doubt about it. He's just the MVP. But the facilities are fantastic. And I think mean, our fans, you know, we, there's 3,000 of them we know are here. There's uh, many, many, many more, more we don't know about. And we're so looking forward tomorrow just to seeing a sea yeah. of blue and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's just going to be, you know, people often talk to me about the atmosphere of going to, a, um, going to an NFL game. And there are certain moments of going uh, to Bank of America Stadium, you know, some big key moments. You saw against the Jags last week. You know, the, there were some big moments in that game, the noise that we generate. The stadium, the way it's designed and built, is designed to keep all the noise inside. Mm. And so if we, which I know we will at certain points during the game tomorrow, our fans will make that noise. It, it will certainly just have an impact on us, but also on the players. It'll be a great impact. Yeah. And I know we're officially the away side. Mm. It doesn't feel uh, like it. No. Do, do, you, do you feel like
2: some of the, the, the London fans, the, the fans that are just here that might be wearing various jerseys, seeing the Panther fan fervor? will
1: they kind of pick a side or will they continue to just kind of cheer for everything? Well, we do have the we do have the, the other Brit and the Panthers, which is this incredible story, and um, I mean you guys you guys know FA and you know what, what a, just a, a nice, gentle giant he is. And his stories clearly resonated here. So, you know, you would hope that that the fans who are going to the game, be they Eagles fans, Patriots fans, Rams fans, wh- whoever they are, that they go there and they're cheering for the Brit and he happens to be yeah. playing for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one would hope that that, that, that works to, works to our, our advantage. And outside of that, it's the same thing of, you know, people like the stars. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned Christian earlier. Everyone knows this guy's a star and, you know, there'll be as he runs tomorrow and does, you know, got numerous, numerous, numerous first downs and hopefully a couple of touchdowns, you know, the celebration for him because everyone knows they're seeing something and somebody special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And that will resonate.
3: Yeah, you know, it's like when Messi comes to the U.S., you know, Mm -hmm. people want to see the big guys do amazing things, especially with Christian flipping over a dude for a touchdown last week. I mean, he couldn't be a bigger star right now. The FA thing is going to be fascinating, though. F.A. has a flair for the Dramatic. Last yeah. year, his first ever, first ever game action, a sack and an interception. He hasn't had quite the production since, but you just sort of have a feeling that with everything charged up into this, if he were to make a big play, I mean, what an amazing moment it would be. I think we're all just sort of fingers crossed that he does mm-hmm. and has that chance to do something special because what – I mean, what could
1: you, what, the story would write itself, obviously. I think it's an amazing story for, for, for the game. and actually just shows you how powerful this game is mm-hmm. and actually the impact of it all. And um, in July, they launched the NFL Academy, which is a, a, in the UK, which is that they're the starting point to try and create a pathway for the next generation uh, uh, of, of FA to come through because his story is so unique that what the NFL quite rightly have understood is there's a huge amount of talent here and people just love the game. So how do we harness that talent? How do we, how do we create that ne- next generation of international stars? be they from yeah. Europe, be they from other parts of the world? And I think the, the interla- internationalization of the, of the NFL is, is something that is it's quite fascinating to see um, and now work in and, 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 and understand it because it comes down to the game. And the game's just amazing. The game's a, an amazing game of strategy. And I yeah. think this is what so many people, friends of mine who have grown up and uh, actually love the game, they, they realize that's what it is. And that's where it's different from the Premier League and, and pre- di- different from our, from our football, is just the, the strategy and the moments that you get in the, in, in the NFL are outstanding. You know, those big three and two, four and one moments where you know that this is, this mm-hmm. is it. Yeah. You can feel the suspense and the, just, just building yeah. up. Yeah, it is a very different
3: game in that way. You know, whereas your football is a continuous action, you know, and there are tactics before the game and at halftime. In the NFL, every play is dialed up. From a guy up in the booth you know norv is literally you know t- telling his guys what he wants them to do before each snap so it, this the strategy element is is a very big difference in this and the fact of course that there's only maybe one or two goals scored in in your football versus hopefully some more points to give the people something to cheer about <laughs> on sunday
0: yeah it, it is a it has been a very cool trip to to see you know the passion from the fans not only panther fans that have traveled over but fans that are here and i do want to give a shout out on here to panther nation who travels extremely extremely well yeah. i've noticed that just on normal road games mm-hmm. but the amount of fans that you know like last night yes there were the the two parties and so a lot of panther fans were decked out in their their gear but even afterwards we're leaving the parties We're at other pubs and other bars and you're still seeing Panther fans like that's when you know that there's just so many because you'll walk into a random, you know, place in London and there's, you know, six Panther fans standing in the back. And so I am interested in, in kind of what you said, well, when other people see the passion of Panther fans, like that's something that when you're trying to find your team and you may not be connected to a team yet, like wanting to be a part of that and having FA on the team. Um, it yeah. has been a really, really neat experience because when I did come in 2016, it, it wasn't this big of a fan base that traveled. Like, I, I, I've i been turning to people this whole time and being like, are you kidding me? There's the, – uh, how yeah. – what? Like, even at the airport when we landed with the team, there were, you know, the charters and the – it literally looked like Panthers had fans had just all – taken over, you know, American Airlines and flown and <laughs> <laughs> into London. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable yeah. um, and has been really, really cool. I know we're all really excited for this game. Um, so what's the experience
1: been being like, being like for you guys, just on a, on a practical basis? You went to Harrow School for, oh, man. for, for, for two, two, two practice sessions. What was that like?
0: I got a unique experience there because the practice fields, number one, are unbelievable. We, we drive in and I think everyone was like, Excuse, what, like this is a school? Like a, 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 a high school, you know, with these fields are amazing facilities. But then someone was like, well, this isn't the norm. This is like a very, very, very nice school. So, but we didn't know anything about it, you know? And, and so the practice fields are, are great uh, and the, the facilities, but then we went on a tour four of us during practice, I mean, we've seen a lot of football, so we thought, <laughs> let's walk around and see this school because they had mentioned, this is like a Harry Potter type school. So we hear that and then we're going on the tour and the the first thing she says to us is, well, we'll, we'll end in the Harry Potter room. And we were and we were like, wait, there's really a Harry Potter room? She goes, oh yeah, they, they filmed here, like in one of the rooms. And so I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, okay. So we walk around and, and there's a photo gallery on panthers.com and it, it, I mean, really it was like history. Like he walked in uh, different rooms and like one of the rooms I recognized as soon as the door opened, I was like, oh, they filmed the crown here. I, got, I know this room. And then, you know, she's like, well, you know, yes, they did film the crown here, but this is also rumored to be where Winston Churchill gave his never Give In speech. Um, there's no photos of it, and so you can't, you know, historically verify that, but Winston Churchill went to the school, him and his brother, and so they, you know, this is where the speech happened. I mean, it was just, we don't have anything close to what we were experiencing of of that, and then you walk in, like, Pride and the Prejudice was shot at this school, and the Harry Potter room, uh, it, it really was... We, we love thinking, I hope they had a great practice, because that tour <laughs> was just unbelievable. The history, I mean, you know, in the States, we, we can look, I'm already saying in the States. How Brit was that? That was good, right? very well. Thank you. you. Well. <laughs> Thank you. But in the States, you know, we're, we'll say, you know, in the 19th century and all these, this school was founded 60 years before, like 100 years before the United States was even like discovered like it it, it, so the history is just unbelievable and you, you it's not like a museum where you can't touch anything I mean she's like yeah go stand behind the podium go sit in. you know the the school when it first opened was just one room and there was like each corner of the room was a class, and they would sit with their chalkboards and face the wall, and against the wall, there was, like, a chair that faced, it was more like a booth. Like, you kind of sit in, and then there's a table in front of you, and you could see where the teacher had, like, hit the, you know, whatever, the the pin or the pointer, like, on the wood to where they had like chipped away at the wood love like and and the, the she pointed out she was like, I don't think I would want this teacher because apparently they got very mad a lot because they're hitting <laughs> and you can sit there and you can touch it and you can, you know, touch where Winston Churchill etched his name into the wall and like it would just it really was a fascinating tour to see. And then there, we met the um I'm not I, I'm not gonna remember his exact name, but he was the master of keys. Like that was his his role. And so he was the disciplinary for the boys in the morning. It was all boys school. He he would do the disciplinary in the morning and then he actually carried all the keys to the school. So if you wanted to go, like we wanted to go into this room that was locked, well, we had to go find the, the, hmm. him to get hmm. the key to go into. And he was very like dressed to the nines and he keeps all the boys making sure that they're in their uniforms correctly with their hats. And it was, I, I just had to kind of like keep looking bill, bill was there. And if, Bill and I, we can't be serious about anything. I mean, we kept looking at each other like, and scene. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, great job, everyone. That was a great scene. We'll run this back. Like, it felt like a movie. It just, yeah. n- there is no equivalent to that in the States. And it was just, it was a fascinating yeah. day of practice. I'm sure practice was great as well. <laughs> How have,
1: you, um, have you found transport in London? And the reason why, the reason why I say that is uh, having spent uh, the last year in Charlotte, most people telling me, Referencing the bad traffic, I seventy seven etc. And just you know the, the chaos of trying to travel into, in, into uptown. Now you guys have had to sample London for the last few days. How's it been? Well,
2: I've tried to get on the tube, and I still haven't actually <laughs> gotten into the tube correctly <laughs> yet. You can't get the ticket to work. I, I can't. We couldn't get the <laughs> ticket to work. And then when I tried to buy a ticket, couldn't get any of my credit cards to work. And so literally, I've gone on the tube maybe six times, and each
1: time I've just had someone swipe me in. I take you on the tube later today, Will. Like, Come this on. could
0: not happen to a better person. I, there's a group of us going through the tube, like, everyone gets through just fine.
2: Like, they had just bought we bought like 12 cards for everybody, and
0: in one it transaction, be
2: the one card that I got,
0: yes. And 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 everyone's kind of walking through, and it's like, Where, Where's Will? And he's back, frustrated trying to put the card through. He's so mad. I mean, we just die laughing. We're like, Of course, it's Will that can't get through with this card. But right I now. was
2: amazed that the attendance at each station until, you know, at all hours of the day and night were just there and like, yeah, sure. Come on in.
0: Very kind. Yeah.
1: It's the only way you can travel? The only way you can travel yeah. around. Uh, oh, the traffic's uh, insufferable. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, otherwise, otherwise it was at uh, one point yesterday trying to get out of central London to try and come to, to practice yesterday, um, we, we just stopped turned around because it was going to take us an hour and 45 mm. and you're just yeah that's like, no, terrible it's not, just not going to work it really yeah, work.
0: even coming from the airport to here i mean getting oh, yeah. out, getting out of the traffic there and being an nfl team you get very spoiled with police escorts everywhere they do mm-hmm. not do police escorts here and so that was very funny when we realized how spoiled we are i mean we were like yeah well, where's the escort like well i'm appalled <laughs> that we are not getting an escort you know to get through this traffic but they do not do police, police escorts here. And so the, it really has been a... I mean, we were looking at Ubering down to central London, and it was like, okay, that's going to take an hour and 15, or you know that there's a train leaving every, what, a, 10 minutes here, and every 12 minutes you get on it, and you'll be down there in 45 minutes. And it, it yeah, you, it, it's nice. I, the tube is yeah, actually it's, it's great. extremely, like, it's not New York subway. It is, it's nicer than the New York subway.
2: It, it felt a little bit like D.C., I don't I know if you guys on have been on, on the DC Metro. That's, that's, yeah, There's, it's, it's yeah,
0: But it gets very crowded. Very, very. Yeah. When we, where we are in Wimley, it was, I mean, we got on, we had a whole car to ourselves, and then we're thinking, gosh, this is fantastic. No. By the time we were down in the- central London, I mean, there were, there were, we were sitting down. There were many butts in Ma-
2: place. Max took a great picture of Rob Paul Yes, with this gigantic camera bag yeah. holding it like a child. It was
3: fantastic. So many people just right up against him he's got this giant camera bag like pressed up against his chest (laughs) that was pretty great
0: well we do need to talk a little bit of football instead of just talking about yeah um, i guess we should magic and and harry potter (laughs) and all the things here and because there is a game and like paul said the the number one thing that we've heard from this team is you have to win gotta win a game this is Mm -hmm. this trip will be spoiled if if the end is you lose and you're back on the plane home so Tampa got here a day later than the Panthers did, which, good luck. Advantage I think, Panthers, right? I, mean, I think you... definite Advantage Panthers because I don't know if you can tell, I'm not as enthusiastic on this podcast. So whoever doesn't like when I'm very loud, you're welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is your podcast because the jet lag is real.
3: The jet lag, that's what it is. The jet lag mm, yeah.
0: is real because <laughs> – you want to go? I don't appreciate the laughter. <laughs> right it's now. you know, it's it's, it's a lack
2: of sleep. Yeah, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a it, yeah. It's, it's, a lack, a, it's, mm. lack it's
0: lack of, of good rest. It's a lack of good rest. Lack of good rest. celebrating with the Panther fans yes. that are here. Yeah. So.
1: We're the full experience. Activate the Panther brand. Yeah, that's yes, that's exactly. Right. We act. We activated. Yes. <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of activation. <laughs>
0: But back to the sleep, because that's the big thing. The The first night that we were here, I was so tired at dinner. Like, I, I would have curled up in the booth and just gone to bed. But then we get back, and I'm wide awake. And I don't go to bed until 3 a.m., even though I'm trying. Like, I, I was in bed around midnight and could yeah. not could not fall asleep until 3. Last night was more of a voluntary stay awake until 3, because the activating of the panther the activation, brand. right yes um, so i don't i'm not sure what today might be saturday it I is saturday i think it is indeed yeah. saturday it is saturday and i'm not sure what time it is right now but <laughs>
3: i do think the players I do think i think the players, the players are well adjusted yes, and i think to your point they have an advantage over mm-hmm. tampa bay who got in a day later and that's all, th- at the end of the day that's what this is about right trying to beat the bucks mm-hmm. who won their earlier matchup in week 2 I think Carolina has done a really good job of trying to make this as routine as possible. I mean, some of the guys have gone sightseeing, but a lot of like Christian told us the other day, he was like, dude, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm just getting prepared for Sunday here to win a game. So I feel like you're going to see a very well-prepared, business-like Panthers team at Tottenham on Sunday, and they're going to have to be good because this Bucks team has given teams problems all year. They gave the Saints a game last week. They went... Destroyed L.A., put up 55 points. Uh, so this is this is going to be a challenge. And in a division game, this is when you've got to have. Them. You don't want to get swept by a division rival this early in the season.
2: We'll have to see how Dante Jackson is coming back. You know, missed the last yep. two games with this injury. You know, Tampa's vertical passing game is what we've heard about all week with, with Godwin and Evans. And, you know, there there were times last week when Ross Cockrell was close, but, you know, he, yeah. he got beat a little bit. You know, DJ Chark, and how does how does Dante's presence? You know, how does that then change the nickel with Ross back at the nickel? Um, and, and so that's going to be a yeah. big test for him.
0: Yeah, uh, it's been interesting to look at the different schedules of the team. Where you know the Panthers, it was they got in that that day earlier, but then you know it was you're going to get up and, and we're going to go to practice earlier. The the Bucks have been practicing in the after, They practice in the afternoon on Friday. Today again, their schedule is pushed back a little bit, but that game is a it's not a late game mm-hmm. here. You know, I mean, back in, in the States, of course, it's mm-hmm. 9.30, yeah. everyone waking up and having brunch and watching the Panthers. But I'm interested to just see how is that going to play a factor. And, yeah. and it is hard because when, when we were here in 2016 with the Colts, it, it, the adjustment was different. You couldn't quite they, – they took a little bit of a later approach as well. Um, and it was just – it was a tough – a tough adjustment. Yeah. I think it was tougher than it is now with, with the, the players figuring it out, getting here a day earlier, getting mm-hmm. on that, getting up and moving. Like you're seeing guys at 9 and 10 o'clock, they're up and moving when – you know, that's the middle of the night mm-hmm. back at home. Yeah. Um, so it will definitely play. But like Coach Rivera said, both teams are doing it. There is no, like, we think it's an advantage that the Panthers got here a day earlier, but we have no idea. Yeah, we'll
3: find out as soon as they kick the ball yeah. off. Right. I mean, you, we'll, you really I'm curious no to see who starts faster, honestly. I think that'll, that'll be a test yeah. early on to yeah. see which team comes out the gates stronger. Uh, and I mean, my key to this really is can Christian get going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His worst game by far was against the Buccaneers in week two at 16 carries for 37 yards. This Buccaneers run defense is number one in the NFL in yards allowed per, t- per attempt. They're good. They're, they're good at stopping the run. Carolina wants to run the ball. I mean, that's been their key to success. that has been no secret. They've mm-hmm. hitched their wagon to 22 and the MVP of the league so far has been carrying them. Uh, can he do it again Sunday? Are they going to be able to find ways to get him into some open space in the run game? Big challenge for the offensive line. Shaquille Barrett had three sacks in that week two matchup. How are they going to handle him this time around? That's what I'm looking for, for Carolina's offense. Paul, what's your key to the game?
1: You mentioned it with CMC, when we go back to that Thursday night game, it was so noticeable that it was the first game in over a year that, I, that I've seen where he did not have that impact. Yeah, and they so, shut them yeah, and down. So, and so hats off to the Bucks, the, the, the way they played that, played that night. You've definitely got a sense, if you think about you know, that Friday morning, we woke up, we, we were 0-2, to where we are now. Yep. There's a different sense in this organization, no doubt yep. about it. And you can even say on the guys this week that this game is so important because it is the Bucks, because they felt that night they let themselves down. I think mean, everyone, they, they, they sense that deep down inside. And so this is why you can sense that extra, there's an extra um, need, want, desire to win this game. Yeah. So to your point about who's going to start faster, I think this is where the pan for fans, and you know everyone's going to be listening to this, and fans who are here, you know, help us out tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, we, This can be our home game if we, if we work really hard, which I know you guys will. I mean, you've just seen the scenes over the last 24 hours. And so we'll start fast, I'm hoping, because the combination of the stadium, our fans the noise, our team will be ready and to, to your point the fact they've been here a day earlier, the fact that they're just getting used to the you know being in this climate it does take you 24 hours to, to, to start to get used to it um, you know quietly confident for tomorrow mm,
0: quite like confident. I like it. that is nice See,
3: the p- confidence coming from the Brit it's not the Americans all the time
0: yeah I've like spent confident.
1: a long <laughs> period of time around Mr. Tepper <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well, what's something that, you know, we hear CMC and all these things, but the defense, I think Tampa Bay has had this offense that no one really saw coming. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned, like hanging a lot of points up. Yeah. How different is this defense from the first time that yeah. they saw them in week two? Because you're talking about the Sack Street boys. They were not yeah. a group yet. The, 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 pa- the <laughs> pass
2: rush over the last three. I mean, since the Tampa Bay game, Carolina has led the league in sacks. And it's not just the sacks, it's the big plays. It's the strip sacks, it's the forced fumbles, it's the... I mean, last week, Brian Burns with a touchdown. Like, they're scoring points off the defense, and how important that is to kind of take some pressure off of Kyle Allen, I think, in a way. You know, he doesn't feel like he has to go out there and score every drive, or he's got to go 80 yards and put a 10-play scoring drive together, that this defense can can do some of that lifting on its own. Now, Mm -hmm. that's a lot to ask a defense. But they, they feel like they should go out there and get a strip sack every play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally what this defensive line is feeling right now. That's their vibe. And, and that, that's one of those kind of special sort of things mm-hmm. when you get that group of people together. Bruce Irvin's now back. Coach Rivera talked about his influence yesterday. And just his – he might not have the stats already. But when he's out in the field, it's just like we're gonna go wreck somebody because yeah. Bruce Irvin's right next to me. You know?
0: Yeah. I thought that was interesting because he put him in the same category as Trey Turner for the offensive mm-hmm. line, and, and everyone knows how you know he's the captain. He everyone knows the influence that Trey has now with the new way that that offensive line looks. And he was saying that that's what Bruce Irvin is to the defensive line, which I think that was like an under the radar thing that I, know I, did, I didn't necessarily see, mm-hmm. um, especially with him being injured and not, not yeah. being out there and them still being, a, you know, as productive as they are. What you're saying on the offensive line too, Trey Turner still not in there. You're going to see the same five guys that we saw, you know, last week. And I think it's actually <laughs> yeah. it's going to be great for them. You want some guys back, obviously, and you, you hate the injuries on the offensive line. But to have two weeks together is going to be really, really big for this offense. They've had five different offensive line combinations. They're finally going to get some continuity here and be able to do that again. But um, it is interesting too. I think the guys that traveled that are injured and mm-hmm. and and th- I, that's not normal. People like when 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 guys are injured and you're going on a, a trip this long and it's you know maybe they're going to stay back and they're they're going to you know just focus on getting better there. But I think what's interesting about this team is no, you're traveling. your Trey Turner. You are you're you're traveling, Greg Little is here. And it's good to see that that maybe they are getting closer, and that's why you bring them. But I think too, it's just this team and the way that they get along and the the time that they spend together. Ron talks about that a lot of, they just, they like each other Mm -hmm. and they like to hang out. And when you have the downtime that you do here and and you're not gonna wander out or they can't run home quickly, you know, between this, this downtime and between meetings, that you're allowing them to spend time together here and, and experience this together and, and seeing the team. So it is going to be another big matchup. I think it's so interesting how different this Panthers team is versus the you know t- week two Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else is different about this road trip. This is not a normal – everything is different um, than the first time that they played the Bucks, But I now have to have Paul sign us off. You brought us in this podcast. I feel like you're going to have to set the scene for us of uh, – for the game of what people can expect, and we'll say bye at the (laughs) end.
1: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen of Panthers Nation, this is gonna be an amazing day. Sunday, October the 13th, 2019. 62,500 people in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, 62,000 of which will be supporting the Carolina Panthers. This is our day. Keep pounding. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't
3: expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one.